everyone to another podcast of my USNA Mid Moms and More podcast series. My podcast is for USNA parents to help guide them through the journey, give them insight beyond what is in my book, a USNA Moms Journal, and to address topics that are current in our USNA community or that aren't covered in my book as in-depth. So today, my special guest is Steve Wade, and many of you may know Steve from his wonderfully written posts on uh, many of our parent pages, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to this podcast, Steve. Welcome. Annie, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm glad uh, that you're able to join me today. And I wanted to start, uh, I mean, obviously a lot of the parents have read your uh, wonderful posts and uh, your class parents also know who you are, but maybe for those parents that might not be as familiar with you, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, about your connection to USNA and that way we can get some context to our conversation. Absolutely. would love to. So I am not a writer. <laughs> uh, it is a hobby. But I said. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm actually a, a home builder. Um, and I've been doing that for a very long time. But I developed sort of a, a real love for writing uh, about four or five years ago. And primarily was centered around two things. One is uh, I'm a Southern writer. I'm from the South. I love to write about Southern culture and the nuances therein, but also the Naval Academy. Our oldest daughter graduated in 2019 and our youngest is 22. So she's ready to commission in a couple of months. Uh, so I think just the, uh, just the inspiration that the Naval Academy has brought to our family um, has really spurred in me a real interest to celebrate that and uh, to bring to light things that you know, uh, because we receive so little intel from our kids, uh, maybe bring to light some things that they do, who they are, what they represent. Um, it's just been a fun journey uh, along the way of just journaling my thoughts. So, so with that, uh, our oldest daughter, uh, she's actually, I don't mind saying, she's a submarine officer and she is, uh, she's a Lieutenant junior grade and she is based out of Pearl Harbor. Um, and she seems to really love it. Uh, she's, she's enjoying herself, not a bad place. Hawaii, <laughs> definitely not a bad place. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's super. So she's been out a couple times, but you know when she's home, she's on the sub working. But um, you know when she's not working, she's on the beach or you know shopping or at the house. It's just a wonderful life. I, I have no sympathy. <laughs> and then of course our our youngest, she's also selected subs, and she will head off to uh, sub school in October and uh, start her journey as a submarine officer. So those are our two girls and they're, it's just been so fun to watch. Congratulations on, on both. Those are great accomplishments and the submarine community is very tight knit. And I, obviously your oldest is doing really well. And I'm sure your, your, your younger, your daughter uh, will follow suit and maybe they can both get stationed in Hawaii. Well, it's funny because our youngest, she just visited for spring break. And so she actually got certified diving while she was out there with a friend of hers. So uh, yeah, so surfing, diving, it's all there. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving us a little background about your history with uh, Naval Academy and what compelled you in a sense or encouraged you or inspired you to write. 
And as parents, we are moved by this journey, right? It's a very different journey. It's mentally and especially emotionally sometimes draining, if we could say that. It is a path that not too many young people choose to follow. And our kids have chosen this less traveled path. And that kind of sends us as parents beyond our comfort zone many times. In my case, I wrote a guide for parents. I did not consider myself a writer either. English is my second language. So go figure. I began a blog. I started this podcast and other parents like Carl Smith have my kid, the mid blog, Bob Peterson, who's a sponsor parent and incredible giving person uh, publishes a yearly calendar and has published a book about his pictures. And he joined me on this podcast. Um, on the episode, The Yard from Different Angles. It seems like this journey that our children go on kind of push us as well to go beyond our comfort zone. And we're here today because you have been pushed beyond this comfort zone and you have some very exciting news to share. Yes, I I do. And I have uh, written a book. It's called The Naval Academy, uh, Parents Ponderings from Home Ports. And the byline is Untying the Bow Line on iDay, because as parents know, uh, especially plea parents, it uh, untying the bow line can sometimes be kind of tough. When we see our kids walk through (laughs) those big bronze doors of uh, Mother Bee, it's gut-wrenching. And it's at that point you realize, you know, they belong to the Navy now. As parents, we no longer have the watch, or at least temporarily. And uh, you're right, Annie, so, so true. I think the the fabric of um, the parents is strong. And we we meet some wonderful people and we have a lot of um, obviously common interests and we share the same emotions, like you mentioned. Yes. You know, that 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 spectrum or that emotional wheel of fortune, I like to call it. Um, you never know where it's gonna stop. Right. It's like a box of chocolates, right, Steve? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. So <laughs> And, and that journey that bonds our, our children, that, that they all have in common, plebe summer, I-Day, second class, have their ring dance, they have to choose their majors, they have their trainings. These are things that bond our kids together for a lifetime as friends Absolutely. and classmates. They also bond them to other generations that have come before them because anyone that has gone to the Naval Academy can sit and talk about plebe summer even if they're 50 years apart and they, they can share the same feelings and share very similar stories. And for us as parents, I think that's the same, uh, where we do share that plea summer, where, you know, on I day, that gut gut wrenching feeling that you hear those bronze door slam and you know, that nothing is going to be the same, that they, that the things have changed. So we also grow as parents, but we're here today to talk about your book. So without giving anything away, what is the book about? So the book, uh, what it's about is it's just a collection of journals uh, that I have put together over the past four or five, six years Okay. Um, that really uh, highlights, um, you know, who these kids are, what they do, what they stand for. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think parents, a lot of the feedback that I've received is that parents have been really thankful that I can take the joy and you know, the pride and, and, and so much of what we as parents feel and really give them a voice and really articulate um, uh, w- what's in our hearts. 
because it, it's uh, um, it's been fun to do that. And I love that I've been able to, to serve in that role. But it's really just been, like I said, it, it's a parent's ponderings from home port. I just get to observe. I watch. I experience. When I'm on the yard, I listen. Um, you know, sometimes listening uh, uh, or, or, or sort of reading the tea leaves, you learn a lot of stuff along the way that, you know, I get to sort of meld and mold that into words and stories. And so that's that's really a lot of what the book's about. Um, and hopefully it'll um, uh, connect people uh, to the Naval Academy um, in the sense that uh, they just um, get to learn and know stuff that maybe they didn't, didn't know before. Um, and so, you know, with that standpoint, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, connecting with people is important. And I know at the Naval Academy, we've all connected those that we've met in a really real way. That's, that's wonderful. And I can see how this book would be valuable for our family that may not be familiar with the military. Correct. That don't realize necessarily uh, the trials and tribulations, the difficulties, the joys, the victories that our mm -hmm. children go through and how much they really cost. And so I'm excited uh, to read the book and to share it with my family that's not military, because even though we've had two kids go through, they still don't have a clue. Yeah. So hopefully uh, your, your yeah. book can, can shed new light on that, not only for parents, but also for, for families. Well, and I think you're right. You know, I think um, you've, you felt it, I felt it probably most any parent out there who has tried to describe to a friend or family member who doesn't have a direct connection to the Naval Academy. It's hard to really articulate and, 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 and understand like, no, the Naval Academy is not a post high school you know, school for remedial kids who just, they can't launch and they just, you know, are having a hard time. It's not a military boarding school. And, you know, part of the mission statement is, you know, to imbue them with the highest ideals of duty, honor, and loyalty. I mean, that's, that's a big rucksack of yeah. responsibility yeah. that I've never had to carry. Yeah. And I think a lot of people haven't. And like you said, I think to really bring to light what, uh, what the Naval Academy is all about, you know, I think that's a a wonderful thing. And I think you've done a phenomenal job of it. And, uh, you know, with Men Moms and More, and I think if people don't get the vision after reading your book, <laughs> they, they may never get it, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for that, Steve. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting because I do mention in my book that we, sh we may even find friendships shifting, whether it begins in complete summer or through the four years because of that kind of lack of understanding. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for your book. And through this whole process, I know that I self-published and I believe you're going through a publisher. It's, it's a huge learning curve. It's, it's something that's very different. So what has been the greatest challenge for you with publishing your book? And what has surprised you the most about the process? Now that's a, that's a great question. The publisher is Strategic Book Publishing and Rights Agency, and they've been fantastic to work with. I, I was very clear up front, this is my first book rodeo, and uh, they knew that <laughs> because I was like the kid in class who constantly is raising his hand, you know, I don't get it, I don't understand, can you please repeat that? Uh, so they've been wonderful to work with, but I think the, the biggest challenge, well, a couple things, one, is just understanding the process and how it works and just learning all the ins and outs of, you know, how to, how to put together a book, you know, how it's organized, you know, where things go and the timing of, you know, how things actually come together. 
Um, but also too, I think it was just, you know, finding time to do it, uh, you know, as a working person, um, you know, it, it's, uh, um, trying to sit down and formulate thoughts and, um, relive some of those memories and to put that in writing has been uh, a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work, but it's, it's a, a work born out of love for my girls and for the institution itself and the midshipmen who attend there. I always say that for me, and I'm sure for you and for Carl, it's kind of a labor of love. You just love, uh, A, of course, our kids so much, but then this college or not college that is creating these naval officers and that is really growing and stretching our kids and that is really preparing them for life in a very different way because when they commission and your daughter, the one that has commissioned already and is an officer and the one that will commission in May, as you know, they have maybe a f- couple of weeks of basket leave, two, three weeks, if they take it. Sure. And they're out leading men and women. They're in leadership mm-hmm. positions and they're responsible and they're accountable and their job is to be an advocate. And that is something that in regular college, we don't see really until sure. much later in their careers. So our kids are really just amazing. And so as a USNA parent, is there something in particular that has stood out to you throughout your journey that inspired you to write these wonderful posts and then to publish this book? Sure. You know, I often thought or think whenever I leave the Naval Academy visiting um, or when I'm with midshipmen, uh, wherever that may be, I'm just inspired to be a better person. You know, these these kids are becoming people that 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 I've realized I'll never be, and it's just really really exciting. So I think you know uh, that, um, and then of course we go back to the friends, the journey of the people that we've met. You know, I feel like we have some lifelong friends now that have come out of being uh, of like mind as parents and having kids who are similar. That's a, a typical four year college, um, there's not this um, connection per se. I mean, there might be a a booster club connection or a glee club connection or some special interest group, but not a university-wide connection. And so with that, that journey has been wonderful to share with people of all backgrounds. The journey has been just, just fantastic. It's a real privilege to be a parent and just watch them do great things. Anytime that I'm around uh, these kids, if I'm at the Naval Academy, experiencing what they experience, see what they see, it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that's been a wonderful part as a parent to really have the privilege to stand back uh, sort of on the bulkhead and just watch and cheer, support mm-hmm. and love. Um, but to know it's, 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 it's my journey, but it's their journey as well. They chose that journey. And they're living that journey out. And there's only so much that we can do once those bronze doors shut. I love my girls, but I love every other kid, you know, every other midshipman that is at the academy. You know, we've hosted kids here at the house. And, you know, I feel like I want to love on those kids as much as I want to love on my own girls. Um, And that's just not something, right, that you see at a traditional university. But at the Naval Academy, it's kind of like you're all in, you know, if you're a part of the blue and gold family, um, you know, it's just, we're just a knit, a well-knit group of people that is, it's something really special. And so I, I really love that part of the journey uh, being a USNA parent. 
That, that is, that is um, very true. And I know that uh, so many parents will be able to relate to that on the kind of like on the parent side, we have uh, to disconnect or we have to cut the cord as we often hear right away on I-Day. And mm-hmm. we can't pick out comforters for our kids' room. We can't go up to their quarters, as a matter of fact, only twice. Right. Uh, during some parent weekend and, and again, during second class parent weekend, they can't say, hey, mom, I'm coming home this weekend. No, they, they, they are on base. And, and that's something that sometimes I forget because the Naval Academy is a historic place. Sure. Uh, so it's open to the public. And it, it, it sometimes we forget that it's really a military base. If I were to go to my daughter's base in Pensacola, they wouldn't let me in. We as parents have no access to any military base, even with a DBITS card, because a DBITS card is only for USNA. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that the Naval Academy is a historic place that's open to the public for visiting. But we have to cut that cord in a sense. Our kids can't just willy-nilly leave. They're there uh, through the week, unless they have uh, liberty, as we all know. So that's that's also a very different part of the journey from not college that makes it difficult at the same time. And, and maybe you'll agree since you you have a daughter, that's an officer, it's kind of training us for that separation when they're, when they go out in the fleet that we won't really be able to see them or communicate with them as readily as their counterparts in regular college. Um, how do you see that part of our journey? You know, I agree hundred percent, Annie, that, that is something, and I write about that in the book about, uh, you know, the training uh, as parents, the, the Naval Academy is training us as well, um, that there will be times. Uh, of course, with plebe summer, you know, our kids go off for, you know, six weeks. We talk to them twice uh, while they're there. And for some parents, you know, that six weeks is like a lifetime. They've not been away from their kids for that long. And it's, and it's a tough time. Whereas other parents are like, you know what, this is really healthy. This is wonderful. Our kids are off. They're doing a great thing. But it's not summer camp. I think that some some people have that sense of loss, um, that sense of separation. Mm-hmm. Um, and even during the academic year, like you mentioned, you know, you can't just see your kids on the weekends. You know, they don't just come home. Access is restricted. If you don't have a DBITS card, then to get in, you can get in, but it's not, it's not like just driving onto campus at your local university. So the separation part of it, um, because, you know, there'll be days and times in their lives where they'll be gone for months at a time maybe a year or so at a time. And like you said, you'll have limited communication. And so to kind of get a little taste of that uh, while they're in school is, is maybe a good primer. Yes, it is. And trust me, because I was in Annapolis this weekend and I came to the rude realization once again, because I don't have my DBITS card anymore. I could not access a yard after 6 p.m. Yeah. Right. My adopted plea, yeah. my former student had to come and yeah. get me to go in. So uh, yeah, it is. is there a particular theme that might be your favorite that you touched upon? Yes, yes. You know, I think, um, I mean, there's, there's uh, a lot of ones that I love. And I think uh, the one of, it takes a different kind of kid, which is a CBS. Um, I'm sure parents, uh, the CBS teasers prior to the Army Navy game. Mm-hmm. Um, are always tear jerkers, and I've watched them over and over and over again. And I can, it doesn't matter how many times I watch them, I still tear up. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, but it takes a different kind of kid, and I think in that 
story, um, again, I just highlight where these kids come from. You know, a lot of these kids, when they first get to the Naval Academy on I-Day, you know, they look to the left and look to the right. So instead of like a, a typical university where they'll say, look to the left and look to the right, the person beside you may not be here in a year or two because they drop out. Well, the Naval Academy, you look left and you look right and you finally meet other people just like you, high achievers, um, you know, kids who, who, who did um, hard things well, that they didn't necessarily choose to do life the hard way, but to do hard things well with excellence. And, you know, they go from being sort of the big fish in the pond to the, to a, in a small pond to a little fish in a very big pond, but it's a big challenge and, you know, pressure with a purpose. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a real thing that, um, you know, sort of molds and galvanizes these kids who are already the best and brightest into amazing leaders um, to, to take on uh, when they leave the academy to be able to lead other sailors and Marines into battle. And I think that's a, you know, part of that, it takes a different kind of kid, just kind of touches on the attributes and the skills and the talents and the things that, uh, you know, sort of the white horse that the kids rode in on, you know, all that's been put out to pasture under the Naval Academy's tutelage, just become um, these amazing people that are serving, um, you know, the Naval Academy and the Navy in general that are just much bigger than themselves. And that's what they love. That's what they want to do. And I think their heart would be saddened if they couldn't do that, because I think they're called to serve. It is. Um, and so that piece, that, that, that story um, touches on those themes. You know, me coming out of high school, uh, I wasn't led to be that. <laughs> to be I didn't want to cut my hair, Steve. <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad wanted me to go. He's like, I. He's a fifty-nine grad. He said, Hey, you can oh, be wow. the first class of women. And I said, I'm not cutting my hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I should have worked harder in high school. But uh, anyway, as you as you started to develop this idea for this book and collecting these writings. What did your officer and midshipmen say? What, what did they say about you writing a book? Were they all for it? Did they ask you to keep their name out of it? What right, right. That conversation? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. They are um, very close to the vest about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, they know I've written this book and they uh, know that I always protect their identity on Facebook, especially. To be honest with you, I think when they read this book, if they read this book, they're going to learn some things, <laughs> maybe even about the Naval Academy that they didn't know. Because I think from a, from a kid's perspective, when you're in the middle of it, I think it feels different. It looks different. The experience is different versus a parent sort of on the outside. We kind of, you know, it's so glamorous and, and, and so amazing. And, you know, we put this whole thing on a pedestal, but the kids are like, are you kidding me? I'm dying over here. I'm working hard. You know, it's just... <laughs> you know, midnight oil is burning bright and I'm up running at 530 in the morning. And, but we see it as this, there's a purpose there. And, and I think they know it too, but I think um, they're excited about it. And uh, of course, you know, for me, uh, just um, to, to be able to do this, something I never thought I would do, they've, they've been supportive, but really to be quite honest with you, other than what I've observed of them throughout the process, they really, um, didn't want to or haven't provided a whole lot of um, input um, into it. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, that's that's uh, that's okay. 
uh, I'm sure I'm sure they'll read it, Steve. Um, they will. Anything, they will. If anything, you can send it to them when they're deployed and they'll have no choice but to read it. <laughs> exactly. And that's one thing, too, Annie, that I've heard is, you know, so some grads that have um, you know been to the Naval Academy that have been out for a while, maybe 5, 10, 15, 20 years, read some of my Facebook posts, you know, have said, well, wow, this this is wonderful. This really two things. One brings back you know, wonderful memories about my time there, but it also helped me see things as an adult who maybe is still serving or has served that I didn't really know about myself or didn't really see at the Naval Academy until I read your work. Um, and it really brought back sort of or, or, or newly identified ideas, thoughts, uh, feelings that they never had before, but now they're very proud of, not that they weren't proud of before, but just it's kind of opened up a whole new funnel of, um, you know, realization that maybe they didn't really have before. It's very, that is, that statement is very true because I think a lot of midshipmen with, with just the, the, the daily schedule and the daily grind and just getting through each day mm-hmm. and they're there for years and they want to get out and then move on. Their attitude is a little like the Naval Academy is a good place to be from. To have gone to, right. and I'm sorry, right. I'm ending in a preposition, but it really, as they get older, they learn to appreciate it so much more. And, and I think to a point they regret that they didn't appreciate that the Naval Academy is a good place to be right. when you're there. Uh, right. But all that, all that, of course, is just part of the journey, I think. Sure, and I'm, sure. I'm happy that that you'll be able to not only speak to parents, but to speak to grads and bring back yeah. memories and, and that connection. Yeah. And it's been multi-generational as well. I mean, it's been, I've been so blessed um, to, to, to have done this and to love it so much, but then, you know, to have people, you know, appreciate it. And it's multi-generational. It's, it's, you know, the kids who are the parents who, who, who haven't yet experienced it, maybe have, a kid that's coming in as a plebe or current parents who are there now, um, parents of those that have graduated. And then there's grandparents either that have kids that are there or have graduated from there, or like your dad who was there in the fifties or the sixties or or the seventies. So it's really a broad funnel of folks. That's it's a great way to connect um, with them and with them, with each other, but really them with their experience. Like you said, I think as an adult, you just see, the world through a different prism and therefore i think you see your experience through a different prism and there is that level of, of appreciation it's like fish grow bigger with time right mm-hmm. yeah it's like the love that you have for the institution i think grows with time i'm glad i'm glad that you're looking at it as a way to create connection between generations of the mids that are there alums and parents, grandparents, and also uh, alums that have been out for a long time. And that's so wonderful to see everything that we all have in common and that we share. And just going back to being a Navy parent, or are there any lessons that you have learned as a Navy parent that maybe are reflected in your book without, again, giving anything away? Yes. You know, I think, um, and I just recently read about this, but when Captain James Lawrence uh, and his embattled fight in the war of 1812 and he said, don't give up the ship, mm-hmm. you know, that was his, 
you know, some of his last words um, before he perished to his crew. And I think, you know, I think that those five little words when strung together mean so much. And I think midshipmen, I think it means a ton to them as well. And, and, you know, to never give up, to, to persevere in the face of adversity, you know, uh, courage, honor, um, you know, loyalty to your, to your fellow shipmates. I think when you transfer that to the, the civilian world, I think the whole idea of don't give up the ship is very inspirational. Um, and I know in my time, you know, just as a builder and anything that whoever's listening to this does for a living, it can be very hard some days and be very challenging. Um, certainly not, you know, running a, a ship, but some of us do, you know, um, experience things during the day that, we're, you know what, we just want to give up. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, don't give up the ship if it's, uh, uh, you know, something that has really stuck with me um, and sort of a mantra that I have sort of um, adopted uh, for my own. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, now, I don't think I asked you what the title of your book is. <laughs> what is? Yes, what is yes. Well, yes. So, so it's called The Naval Academy, uh, Parents Pondering from Home Port and uh, Untying the Bow Line at I-Day. So, it's the Naval Academy of Parents Ponderings from Home Port, and then the byline would be untying the bow line on I-Day, which obviously we all have to do that. Yeah. Uh, whether we want to or not, we have to we have to untie that line that we've been attached to our kids for 18 years. And you know, we have to untie it from ourselves and throw it back onto the bow mm -hmm. of our kids' boats um, that is pointed towards uh, towards greater things, and we're sort of left on the bulkhead to some of us weep <laughs> and yeah, some of us I just love that. I love that illustration I, I, yeah. I think that is so uh, right on point very nautical and it's uh, it's just so relatable to yes um, so when uh, do you have an idea of when your book will be available where will it be available where can people look for it Sure. Um, right now, uh, the hope is it'll be available by the end of April. Um, of course, the goal would be to have it available for, you know, certainly well before commissioning week and um, plebe summer, which is coming around towards the end of June. Um, and it, it'll be sold Barnes and Nobles uh, or Barnes and Noble online and then Amazon as well. We're going to do that. Uh, it'll be Kindle as an e-reader. And then um, there will be, I'll have a website, uh, an author website where the publisher sets that and maintains it. And so I'll have a website and then so folks can actually purchase through the website. Really my, dr what my dream, Annie, uh, and you've already achieved this dream, um, is that I would love to uh, have my, my book at the mid-store and for folks to uh, hopefully want to read it and if they do that they would purchase it and enjoy it um, because I think it's I've purchased so many things from their books included and it's just a special place and I know that you've been a big part of that so I really uh, hope it'll be available there as well. Well we will work toward that end Steve <laughs> and I am so uh, thankful that you were able to join me today. If you have any last words of wisdom as your daughter's class looks toward commissioning 
your class of 2022. And it seems like this year will be mostly back to normal. And any words of wisdom for parents in general from plebes through second class that you might have? Sure. No, I think, um, I think for parents, um, I think it's important to, to understand you've got a pretty amazing kid in the Naval Academy. They uh, are invested and are investing in our children. And if your kid is at the Naval Academy, there's a reason. If they've been accepted, then they have what it takes to endure and to make it and to come out on the other side. Um, and two, I think for parents, it's just to really soak it up. If you do have a chance to attend I-Day or Parents Weekend or any any um, football game, anytime you're on the Naval Academy, just stop and, um, and just enjoy. You don't have to do everything there is to do because Annapolis can be overwhelming. There's just a lot of things to do, but to just be still and talk to your med and you know have them give you feedback and just love on them, uh, I think is... One thing, because I think early on as a parent, I was way too into trying to see it all, do it all, you know, feel it all, experience it all. And I just, I miss stuff. Mm. Um, you know, everything's on my iPhone, but nothing's in my heart because I'm just. Oh, I love that, Steve. Yeah. Trying to take pictures, but not really experience it. And so it took me about a year <laughs> to yeah. figure that out. Um, so, uh, but, but also think too, as parents, and I, and I say this in my book, you know, you've got some pretty amazing kids, but you got to be a pretty amazing parent too. Parents, you've, you've put all the ingredients into that bowl and you've mixed it together and you've created a pretty awesome cake, um, with on top of that cake as an appointment to the United States Naval Academy, which is pretty impressive. Mm. Um, so Kudos to parents. Um, it's, it, it's about you as, as it is about our mates. Thank you so much, Steve. And we look forward to the release of your book. And I want to thank you again for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you, Annie. And uh, USNA Mid Moms and More can be found on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And I also invite you to read my blog, usnamedmomsandmore.org. There's a tab there for my blog and there's also a separate tab for my podcast. And if you uh, want to take a look at some of my spirit items that I have on my shop, that's on my website as well under shop maybe. Uh, Steve, I can't thank you enough. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you. Of course, Facebook is such a big connector, but when you can bring the virtual to real life, like you said, not through your iPhone, but like face-to-face. It was such a pleasure to meet you in person, to get to know you. And I can't thank you enough for being here uh, on my podcast. Well, thank you so much. I feel thrilled and and privileged uh, to be here. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. And please send me any updates and I'll be glad to push them out. Absolutely. I will. So we have to finish with Go Navy. Beat Army. Yeah, Beat Army.